The Steve Lobby Agency presents The Christian Publishing Show, a podcast for writers who want to advance Christ's kingdom using the written word. Here's your host, Thomas Umstadt Jr. Do you feel discouraged or burnt out by your writing journey? Do you want to connect with other writers who understand your goals and your writer pain? Do you need some time to get away from life and refocus on your goals, your writing, and connect with God? Well, perhaps what you need is a writing retreat. We have a special guest today who's going to help us understand what writing retreats are and how they may be helpful for you. Now, you may not have had a stressful year, but I know a lot of us have, and sometimes getting away from it all is really needed. And retreats are a very biblical thing. Jesus had to get away. Elijah had to get away. Uh, David got away quite a bit, although he was often being chased. I don't know if they, there's a different kind of retreat. Anyway, our guest today is a published author, professional freelance editor, and owner of the Christian Editor Network. She's taught at numerous writers' conferences across the country, and she's directed the Mount Hermon and SoCal Christian Writers' Conferences. Kathy, I'd welcome to the Christian Publishing Show. Thank you for having me, Thomas. I appreciate it. So the biggest question I feel like we need to answer right away is what's the difference between a writing retreat and a writer's conference? Well, Thomas, you know how much I have loved writer's conferences for many years. You and I met at a writer's conference, and I've met many other wonderful, amazing people at those events and made awesome connections, both professionally and personally, uh, with people I've kept in touch with for years. The main reasons I think people attend writers' conferences are to improve their writing craft, to learn about the industry, and to make professional connections. And writers' conferences are great for all those things. Sometimes at a conference, you make a special connection with God, and you might squeeze in a few minutes here and there to do some actual writing. Well, with a retreat, those focuses are the same but reversed. From my perspective, a Christian writer's retreat is mostly about connecting with God in a powerful way, hearing his voice directing you to the next step of your writing journey. The best retreats, in my opinion, are held at inspiring locations where you can listen to the Holy Spirit's direction and also clear your mind enough to make some excellent progress on your writing. Of course, you'll also meet amazing people at a retreat, some of whom may become critique partners or personal friends or both. Some retreats have a few workshops and maybe some one-on-one or small group mentoring. And some retreats have industry professionals you can connect with, but in a more casual, relaxed setting than at a conference where that's one of the main goals. So common feedback that people are at a writer's conference say is like, oh, I feel like I've been drinking from a fire hydrant, right? That's like I get back from a writer's conference and I'm mentally exhausted, right? I feel like I've had my brain completely picked. A lot of conferences like to book me for 15-minute consultations where I have get peppered with questions. I, I was at one conference where I did 40 15-minute consultations over like a two- or three-day period. <laughs> I was so drained at the end. Um, and and I, I was like, I need a retreat from this conference. <laughs> and and that's so true. I love, like you say, like I said, I love conferences, but the retreat is a completely different experience because it, when you attend a writer's conference, you, you spend a lot of time, if you're a registrant, if you're just an attending, not on faculty, you spend a lot of time before the event pouring over that faculty list and the bios and, you know, wondering who should meet, who you should try to connect with there. And then while you're there, you're planning 
planning your schedule for which workshops to take and, and when to fit in appointments and whose table to try to sit out for each meal. And by the end, you're elated at all the amazing things that happen, but you are exhausted. And like you said, if you go as a faculty member, you spent all that time before the event preparing your presentations, and then at the conference, you're pouring yourself out to everyone you come in contact with. You constantly keep an eye on your schedule to make sure you don't miss any appointments or teaching sessions. And by the end of the event, again, you're really glad you went, but your tank is empty. And I found it takes me at least a week to recover from a conference. Yeah, I schedule a day. Uh, on my calendar. Yeah, me too. Uh, called recovery. And sometimes I will do two recovery days. And when um, people you know, in my re- autoresponder, when I remember to set <laughs> my email, I, I don't say when I get home. I say yes. when I'll be back in the office on Wednesday. And I, expect, I don't set the expectation I'm going to get back to you on Monday or Tuesday with emails because sometimes I just need to stare at the wall for a little bit. Yeah. And, and I, I tell people that, too. No, some people are extroverted. I'm an extrovert, Thomas. You know that about me. But <laughs> even an extrovert, those conferences take a lot out of you. And I think in some ways, maybe more so for an extrovert, because you're more out there and you don't take the time to, you know, just sit by yourself and relax during the conference. You're just on the whole time. And there's also an intensity to pitching, right? The biggest yes. appeal of a conference is that you get the opportunity to meet with editors and agents. Some authors make the mistake of going just for that. They're like, I know everything I need to know. I'm an amazing writer. I just need to meet the right people and they'll see how amazing my book is and they'll see that God has called me to write this book and and then they'll sign me right away, right? And the, the first conference typically you know, breaks them of that illusion. Uh, but it's it's painful, right? Hopefully they're, they're going to learn and, and eventually going to pitch. But you are, you know, eventually you're there trying to pitch and that's really scary, right? It's like auditioning. It and really there's a uh, excitement there that makes it really fun. The, the, you know, it's exhausting on the one side, but it's also really fun on the other side. Or it's like I'm meeting all these new people, and it's one thing after another. You know, never a dull moment, uh, but also never a dull moment, right? <laughs> Each season. <laughs> Whereas a writer's retreat is—is is it more about that dullness of getting you so bored you can't help but start vomiting words on the page and start writing again? Oh, absolutely not about boredness. <laughs> <laughs> but at a retreat, you don't have to plan that, oh my gosh, who do I want to meet? Who, you know, what am I going to do when I'm there? All you have to plan for is getting there. And once you're there, you can relax. You can take deep breaths of that, you know, prayer soaked, hopefully atmosphere, um, and enjoy being in the presence of the God who loves you and the people who get you. And God can create divine connections at a retreat, just the way he does at a writer's conference. So you don't have to worry about who should I connect with. You just go anticipating that God is going to connect you with the people that he wants you to connect with at the retreat. It's much more relaxed feeling. So what do you do at a writer's retreat? We've talked about what you don't do, but what, what do people actually do? <laughs> Other than sitting and enjoying, you know, the beautiful scenery or back when I was a kid, right before I got into faculty, there was all these writer's retreats on cruise ships and I never got a chance <laughs> to go to one of those uh, cruise ship retreats. And now 
they may never happen again. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, once you got kids, those those, those kind of dreams kind of go on a back burner sometimes. But um, what you do, like I say, different retreats have different things. Some of them have a program, they have uh, workshops, they have mentoring, they have different things. Others are more about come and find out what God wants you to do while you're here. And I have been to the Women's Reflective Retreats at Mount Hermon, and they have a booklet with inspiring quotes and scriptures and writing prompts and those kinds of things. And so I'm kind of, you know, pattering my own retreats on on that kind of 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 a deal where you've got this booklet. If you want to read the booklet as a writer, you're probably a reader. Um, you can read just one or two prompts, or you can read a couple of pages, or you can just not bother with the booklet at all um, and just go pray. Or you can just spend your time talking to other writers or others in the writing profession, because it's not only writers who attend a writer's retreat. Uh, as you said, faculty members need a retreat too, maybe more so than the, the writers. Um, and so they can all get together and come and, and relax and enjoy the setting and, and get that, that retreat as like you said like Jesus did he retreated from the crowds he went back and he just kind of took a deep breath and got rejuvenated so that he can then turn around and and have that tank full that he could then pour out to other people so you can come we um usually there's worship services uh like I say there may be workshops there may be activities that you can do but go with the expectation of God's going to show me what he wants me to do and Thomas, when I have gone to those reflective retreats at Mount Hermon, I've just always gone going, oh, I just need to get away. I just need some time alone with God. And the most powerful experiences of my Christian life have happened there, where I have heard God speak to me in a powerful way that I just don't experience at home in my day-to-day -day life. It's kind of like the difference between going to a, a really loud concert that's really intense and everyone's standing <laughs> and jumping up and down and, you know, somebody playing jazz piano at a fancy hotel, right? It's mm. both, it's music in both instances and very talented musicians, but the intensity is lower. The volume is lower, right? It's less intense, less exciting, but more soothing and relaxing. And there's a, a time uh, for both of those yes, things, a time absolutely. to really press in and, I guess one question is, how, how much of the focus is on writing? There's a, a meetup group here in Austin, a very popular meetup group for years called Sit Down, Shut Up, and Write. <laughs> and it. they had two-hour meetings, and you would come, and for 30 minutes, there'd be chit-chat, and then they would start a, an hourglass, and the strictest silence would be observed. <laughs> and for one hour, everyone would sit down, they would shut up, and they would write. But they'd all do it together at a coffee shop. Sure. And then they'd ring a bell or whatever, and then everyone would start chit-chatting again. And... That was really helpful. So is, is a writing retreat more like that or is it more, it's less focused on less sitting in front of your computer and more kind of rejuvenating? Well, again, different retreats are different, uh, have a different focus. And I like that pattern that you described. I think that's a great pattern. Um, with mine, uh, because I'm basing this a little bit on the Mount Hermon reflective retreats, the way they did it was Here's a booklet you can go through if you want to. Here are sessions you can go to if you want to. If you just want to go for a walk in the woods, do that. If you want to take a nap because that's what you need, go take a nap. You know, do whatever you feel God is inspiring you to do. And there's this 
wonderful little chapel up at Mount Hermon. I know you know about the chapel. Um, and you can go in there and just pray. You can, they have art supplies. You can go and sit with your art supplies. You know, there's just all these different things that you can do. And they just say, you do what you feel God has led you to do. And if you want to spend the entire retreat writing because you feel like that's what you need and that's what God wants you to do, then you do that. If you want to set an alarm on your phone and say, okay, I'm going to do this for an hour and then I'm going to make myself sit and write for an hour, then you do that. That's the beauty of the retreat is it's whatever you want to make it. So it is kind of like a cruise ship in that way, right? You're on a cruise, you get this like itinerary of all of the activities going on, all the shore excursions, and you can do those, or you could not do those, right? It's like your first cruise, you feel this obligation to go and do all the fun things. But then uh, you're like, you know, I think I'm just going to sit and read a book and listen to the waves, and that's okay. And, and that's that's a lot of times what happens with writers conferences as well is the first time you go, you think, wow, I'm spending a lot of money on this. I want to get, you know, I'm, I'm taking time away from my family, time away from my other responsibilities, time away from work. I need to make the most of this. And, you know, if there's even two workshops to choose from, you're like, okay, can I get a recording on the other one? I don't <laughs> want to miss anything. And with the more relaxed environment of a retreat, and we are recording uh, our sessions so those who um, want to can listen to them afterward. Those who can't actually attend can do it virtually. Um, that's, again, how I'm doing mine, but different retreats are different. So when you sign up for a retreat, find out if maybe you can get the recordings to listen to later, and then you can spend the retreat focusing on your writing, focusing on prayer, and then listening to the sessions afterwards. Yeah, so we should speak about that. I know you've got a retreat coming up that you're planning. So, and we've mentioned Mount Hermon a few times. There's a bit of a, <laughs> a foreshadowing. It's not a spoiler, it's foreshadowing. So, tell us a little bit about your retreat. Well, as you know, Thomas, uh, Mount Hermon for 50 years had a Christian Writers Conference. And it was the granddaddy of Christian Writers Conferences. It was, uh, it had the best faculty, including you uh, and me for a while. Um, <laughs> I was going to say the best faculty and also Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. You were one of the good ones. I know this. Um, but, the, you know, it, and it, it was, it was wonderful. But then in 2020, uh, Mount Hermon Association decided to uh, focus more on their core ministry to families. And they just kind of felt like the writers conference was something that they, needed to stop sponsoring and and they loved the idea but they just didn't feel like it fit with their core ministry so and something else was going on in 2020 that uh, made yeah, conferences I think I'm, trying, I'm trying to put yeah, my finger on it live I events, to remember. having a problem yeah <laughs> uh there was that too um but that kind of i think initiated their restructuring and reevaluating. Um, and there were so many people in the Christian writing community who were just devastated that there was not going to be a Christian writers conference sponsored by Mount Hermon anymore. And it was devastating to a lot of people. We tried a couple things to make that happen as a guest group, but it, it just all fell through. And I just really kept hearing God saying to me that he did want me to do something with Mount Hermon, with a live event for writers, but not the full conference, but more of that. That's where the retreat kind of idea really gelled for me. And as I thought about making that and making that similar to the reflective retreat, it really excited me. And I started sharing that with a few of my friends, and they got excited about it. 
So I talked to the Mount Hermon Association. I talked to their guest group coordinator and arranged to have a weekend retreat. It's going to be from Friday dinner through Sunday lunch, so shorter than the conference was. Um, and that's the same schedule that their reflective retreat is, Friday dinner through Sunday lunch. And it's going to be the first weekend in November, November 5 to 7, Friday through Sunday. And the cost depends on your lodging choice because you can do uh, single, double, or triple occupancy. You can get standard or economy or deluxe accommodations. Uh, you could even stay at a local hotel or B&B or cabin that you want to rent. If you want to make it a little bit longer, you can if you're staying off campus. So there's a lot of different options, and um, we have a few presenters. Uh, Dave and Carrie Lipman. Carrie Lipman was the registrar for Mount Hermon for most of the years of the conference, or at least the last several. And she and her husband, Dave, have a soul care ministry. So they're going to be presenting some soul care for creatives presentations. And we have a couple of industry professionals in the writing industry who are going to be uh, putting on a couple of workshops as well, small group sessions. Uh, and we'll have that booklet uh, with all the writing prompts and inspirational quotes and scripture and, and some hymn lyrics and, and things like that in it. So, um, and all the details are at www.christianwritersretreat.com. And I know Bob Hostetler from the Steve Lobby Agency, I think I saw that he was going to be there. I, so, so the, and I'm not sure if that's true. I, I thought I saw that somewhere. So, if it well, is, well, if he's uh, not, tell him he should sign up. I would love to have him there. He's and, awesome. And tell him he needs to come back on the show because he's supposed to come on this podcast more frequently. Okay, so. I'll tell him about your show. You tell him about my retreat. We'll get yeah, him going yeah. on both. Um, no, I've had Bob on before, and I, I like to get. We were we were agents together at the agency, and I I gave him a hard time. Uh, and now that I, I just do this show, I still give him a hard time. So, and anyway. I'm sure he gives you a hard time right back <laughs> yeah so um so that's great so you're you're putting your money where your mouth is and your time where your mouth is by trying to create a writer's retreat in the far uh western state of california we should probably mention mount Hermon. uh this isn't the mount Hermon in israel this is the mount Hermon in california <laughs> so. yeah there, there is a difference um it's at sea level for one thing uh <laughs> It's uh, for those who aren't familiar with Mount Hermon. Uh, Mount Hermon is near Santa Cruz, uh, nearest the San Jose Airport, and it is nestled among this beautiful California coastal redwood forest with streams and waterfalls, and just such a beautiful, beautiful location. And because it's a twenty-four-seven Christian Writers Conference Center, or, excuse me. Because it's a 24-7 Christian conference center, that place is prayed for 24-7, and you can feel it the minute you step onto the campus. Everybody says that so much when they go to Mount Hermon that they can feel God's presence, they can sense the prayers that surround that place, and it just really helps you to hear the Holy Spirit more clearly. That and it looks like the forest moon of Endor with the giant redwood <laughs> trees. Which yes, it is the does. The same forest where that scene was filmed. So now, when it comes to a writers' conference, there's this whole procedure of preparing for the conference. Like you're putting together a one sheet, you're putting together your proposal, you're scheduling your appointments, you're researching the faculty. What does the preparation process for a writers' retreat look like? First, I would say read everything on the retreats website. <laughs> 
Um, we directors put a lot of effort into making all the important details available there. And if you just skim a couple pages, you're probably going to miss some of the information that you need. So I would say that's first. Um, and as you're waiting for the retreat dates to arrive, pray. Um, ask God to connect you with the people there that he wants you to meet with and give you clear direction on next steps on your journey. Prepare your heart to receive what God wants to give you at the retreat. And then I would also add that you should talk to your writer friends about the retreat and encourage them to come. I mean, you know, you get cheaper lodging if you share a room. Um, but, you know, chat about the retreat on your social media, your blog, your newsletter. Um, visit the retreat's Facebook page and like and share and comment on their posts. Let people in your writing circles know about the retreat. The more people who attend the event, the more resources you'll have to draw from when you get there. And the more likely it'll be that additional retreats at that location can be held in the future. And the more you get to know the other people who are there, uh, the easier it is. It's nice to already know somebody at school where you're not the new yes. kid, so to speak. So connecting online ahead of time. Uh, hopefully you're doing some online events where people can get to know each other before the retreat. Yes. Yeah. We, we have the, the public Facebook page that anybody can get on and, and just kind of get some information and chat with people who are thinking about coming. We also have the private Facebook page for attendees, and that's where people who've already registered can connect with each other. If you need a roommate, if you need a ride, um, or if you just want to say, hey, what kind of writing do you do? And, you know, let's get together at the retreat. Have you been to other retreats or conferences? You know, just that kind of, of, of online connection that can help you when you get there say oh, I know you I you look at their name tag and you say I know that name because I connected with them on the Facebook group yeah and another thing you might consider is to host a zoom call yes for whoever wants to come and just let everyone take turns introducing themselves right so you bring one person on video at a time or two people have somebody on deck so to speak and they say hey my name is Joe Schmo and I write uh, historical fiction and uh, you know this is my first time ever or whatever and everyone gets to know each other and gets to see each other puts a face to a name uh, i like can that idea make it way less intimidating yes once they get here now you don't have to go to the force move indoor to have a writer's <laughs> retreat right all you really need is to book an airbnb uh and invite some writer friends right so uh what advice do you have for somebody who's wanting to host their own writer's retreat in their own area well pretty much anybody can uh, put together a, a writing retreat. You need the location, like you say, maybe an Airbnb, maybe a friend's house, depending on what size of event you want to put on. Uh, decide what kind of program you want. Uh, but I found that even with a small retreat, you got to deal with things like promoting it, unless you're having a very small retreat and it's just your own personal friends. Um, you have registration issues, you have lodging, you have transportation from the airport. Uh, there's a lot of things that uh, that are involved in planning a writing retreat. And so I would suggest putting together a really good planning team, people who can help you in their areas of expertise. As Thomas, as you know better than maybe anybody, I'm not that great with social media. <laughs> I've gotten better since you and I met. I know what Facebook is now. <laughs> it only uh, took 10 years, so we finally helped to figure it out. <laughs> it, it took a while, and, and in great part thanks to your help. But uh, there are people out there who are specialists in areas that you're not. There are people out there who can do things that you could do, 
but it would take you much more effort, much more time, much more irritation maybe than somebody else who's very familiar with it and knows it and loves it and that's their passion. So that's the only way I've been able to direct any of the conferences I've done or this retreat as well. I have a wonderful planning team. And I would say include as part of your planning team a really good prayer team. Because whenever we're trying to do something that's going to have an impact on God's kingdom, the enemy knows about it and he's going to do what he can to stop it. So we really need, our God is more powerful, but we really need that connection, that prayer connection, so that what God wants to happen with that retreat happens and that the enemy doesn't get in there and sabotage. Yeah. And I'm a big fan of the micro retreat. So when I said Airbnb, what I meant is the whole retreat happens at that Airbnb, right? You get together with four or five friends and you have a guy's room, you have a girl's room, you have a big uh, living area uh, where if there's any presentations or you just plug your computer into the TV in the living room and it's uh, very tight, right? You cook for each other. It it doesn't have to be a big production. And I'm in a mastermind group where we, gather we used to anyway <laughs> before the current events that shall remain <laughs> unnamed uh we used to gather every month or sorry every year and we would you know split all the costs uh typically we somebody would put together a big spreadsheet and figure out you know how much money we spend on food and all this and it ended up not being too expensive uh, but it was so valuable and this was a little bit different from a writer's retreat and it was a mastermind meeting so we had this thing called a hot seat where somebody would uh, sit down in the chair and they would uh, share all of their challenges and everyone would brainstorm ways of fixing their problems. (laughs) So sometimes you need a hug, right? But sometimes you need somebody to help brainstorm exactly how to fix it. And this was not the hug, although there was some of that, you know. (laughs) We're Christians. We we loved each other. Uh, But it was really like, okay, let's brainstorm. And, you know, sometimes it's like, hey, my website's broken. I need to figure out how to fix my messaging so people can understand the kind of book I write better. Or sometimes it's like, hey, I have a book due in a month and I need some help with it. <laughs> or sure. uh, I need some, here's my plot, tear it to pieces, or how, how can we make it better? And that kind of life on life is, you find if you look at really successful authors, you find that they've got some kind of community like that. Yes. And going to a bigger writer's retreat like this is a key way to start building those relationships, right? Somebody may not want to invite you to their small Airbnb uh, micro retreat until they know you, right? That's a big intimidating thing, right? You're staying in the same house. I need to trust you. You're not going to run off with my wallet. Uh, Absolutely. And um, so building those relationships is really key. Conferences are great at that. And I imagine retreats are really great at that too, because there's a lot of unstructured time where you can just talk with folks and kind of just be together as authors. Yes. And and that was one of the things with the Mount Hermon retreat that I wanted to make sure happened is there are so many people after 50 years of the Writers Conference, people know each other and they only saw each other at that conference and they're missing each other and they're missing that face to face, even if you stay connected on social media or by email or even by Zoom calls or whatever, you miss that one on one, you miss those hugs, you miss that personal uh, connection. And so a lot lot of what this retreat, part of what this retreat is for is for people who want to get back to Mount Hermon to see their Mount Hermon friends. But also, you know, every year we had first timers, lots and lots of first timers at the Mount Hermon Writers Conference. And they were always accepted. Nobody as a newcomer felt left out of the click. 
And so I want to do that with the retreat as well. People who don't know anything about Mount Hermon are welcome to come and we will welcome them with open arms. And those who've been to Mount Hermon and want to see their friends can come and reconnect there. And the people that you meet at that Mount Hermon Conference Center just always seem to there always seem to be a few that you connect with on a very deep and special level and you stay in touch with them afterward and i would encourage people who come to a retreat like the mount herman one to then go and say you know what have your own smaller retreats with the people that you meet here or the people you have at home um as a matter of fact thomas um when i started this retreat and was talking to the people at mount herman association about it they said well we don't rent out the facility to individuals, you need to have a company. So Thomas, I, you know what I did, right? I started my own company because that's what I do. Did you listen to my episode on forming LLCs? I just recorded one on novel marketing and walking through exactly how to do it. Well, the Christian Editor Network was an LLC for about three years. So yeah, I know about those. Um, but what I decided to call it was Christian Writers Retreats plural, because what I'd like to do after I get this Mount Hermon retreat under my belt um, and then see where that goes, is I would like to have a way for anybody who's running a Christian writer's retreat to promote it to other people so that people have, can have one place they can go to and find all the retreats. There's websites out there where you can find all the writers' conferences, but to my knowledge, there's not really anywhere that you can go to find out about all the retreats. And so I would like to have the opportunity to anybody who wants to put on a retreat and ask others to come, you know, can promote it there on that, that website so that they know what their options are, you know, find out which ones are closest to them or which ones are in locations that they really want want to attend. And this is so important. And, and part of the reason why I wanted to have you on this show, you know, I wanted to promote Mount Hermon, but more fundamentally, I want to re- promote the concept of writing retreats uh, themselves, because uh, I think it's really important now, particularly. Uh, yes. Society is very fragmented, and it's really easy to shake our fists at politicians and be like, it's your fault. But really, we need to make our own bed first, right? We need to pull the plank out of our own eyes. Like, Am I interacting with as many people in real life as I was before, right? Am I isolating myself? Am I doing everything that I can to reconnect with other human beings? Right? The, yes. They were saying years ago that loneliness was the new smoking. There's all this research about how poisonous and toxic loneliness mm-hmm. is. And uh, you see it particularly with older people as their friends start to die off as they get cut off from their social uh, network. If they don't rebuild one, the life expectancy drops to the months where it starts being measured by months. Like it's really dangerous, but it's not just for older people, younger people. If they don't have good, deep relationships, uh, their uh, life expectancy shrinks to years rather than decades. And it's really sad. It's really tragic. And often as a writer, you can be in a group that you, you feel really lonely in that group, especially novelists. I feel it's like I'm mourning <laughs> the fact that I have to kill this character. Right. And I feel guilty about it. Right. Like no one else gets that. Like you can't commiserate with a normal person over <laughs> you killing this character at the end of act two. Uh, but a fellow writer can totally, re- you know, <laughs> relate. Yes. like, Oh yeah, I went through that. Or, uh, you know, can, can walk with you through that. And I think it's really important for us to start reconnecting, rebuilding those relationships, because if the relationships don't work, uh, no politician's going to make you have friends. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> or stop you from having friends. <laughs> it's like you're putting way too much trust in the government. The government is not that powerful. And if it was, 
that would be a bigger problem. <laughs> and, and you're giving them too much control over your yeah. life if you are. Um, well, Mount Hermon does have their COVID protocols on their website, and there's a link to that um, that that we are giving to our registrants so that they know. Um, they're, they've done a lot to, of course, clean the place. Um, they're doing a lot of their meals outdoors, things like that. Um, so if you are concerned about COVID, you can go and, and get that, uh, you know, find out what their protocols are. And of course, they'll be updated depending on what happens between now and November. But you're right, Thomas, writing in and of itself is a very solitary thing. You're sitting in front of a laptop or maybe with a spiral notebook um, and and creating something from nothing all by yourself. And it's so important for writers to connect with other writers who get them, who understand, like you said, killing off a character or can brainstorm if you're having writer's block or you can't figure out how to solve a particular problem. And at the Mount Hermon retreat, one of the things that we are are doing is we're asking our attendees, what do you want to get out of this retreat? What, what situation are you in? Do you want to meet with other fiction writers? Do you want to meet with other nonfiction writers? Do you want to meet with devotional writers? And we're setting up small groups for anybody who wants to connect with other people at the retreat about a specific thing that they need help with. Because you're right, Thomas, we need each other and we can't do this alone. And if you do sit down and try to write a book all by yourself and don't get any feedback from anyone, it's probably not going to be a very good book. You you know, we God designed us to work in community. He designed us to work as members of a family. And the more we reach out to other people who get us and understand us, I know my non-writer friends don't get me most of the time. They don't understand what I do or how I think or, you know, why I would want to look up how to poison somebody without knowing about it. Um, You know, there's so many things that we writers deal with that others don't. And, and, and finding people who get you, finding people who can help you take the next step. Uh, maybe you've got your manuscript written and you need an editor. You can come to a writer's retreat and there will be editors there. Maybe you need a publisher. Maybe you need an agent. Maybe those publishers and agents aren't at the retreat. Maybe they are. But if they're not, you can talk to other writers about who their agents are and who their publishers are and who their editors are and get those kinds of connections that will help your professional career as well as your personal journey. I love that. And if you're curious and you want to learn more, go to christianwritersretreat.com. We'll also have a link in the show notes. You just click the link or scroll down. If you're in a good podcast app, uh, that link should be uh, right below where this uh, play button is. Uh, and if you don't have a good podcast app, go to newpodcastapps.com and upgrade to a podcast 2.0 compatible podcast uh, app for your phone. Give them a free shout out because it's a great uh, service that they provide. Uh, and if you want to find out more about Kathy, you can find her at kathyide.com. Uh, Kathy, do you have any final tips or encouragement? Well, there's one more thing that I would like to add, Thomas, and that's that your podcast listeners... I would like to give them a 10% discount off the cost of registration at the retreat. They can put in CWR, Christian Writers Retreat, CWR 10, to get a 10% discount off registration at the retreat. All right. And I will put that in the show notes as well. So if you want that coupon code, uh, just go to christianpublishingshow.com to save 10% using that coupon code. Our sponsor today is the Christian Writers Market Guide, which is 
the definitive source, not just of Christian editors and agents, if you're looking for help getting your book published, but also it has a list of all of the upcoming writers' events that year. It's one of the big updated things every year in the Christian Writers' Market Guide or all of the conferences going around in the country. So if you're wondering, is there a retreat near me? Is there a conference near me? One of the best places to check is the Christian Writers' Market Guide, and you can find that at christianwritersmarketguide.com. Thank you for listening to The Christian Publishing Show. For more information and to get episodes delivered to your phone automatically, visit christianpublishingshow.com.